WGNS. WGNS, Murfreesboro. This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Kanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk on this humid Wednesday. Hope everybody's had a great day. Vanderbilt did not have a great day yesterday. Commodores lose 13-2 to Mississippi State, setting up a winner-take-all tonight in the College World Series. We'll begin um, right after our show's over with. The Braves at home against the Mets. The bullpen struck again last night. Braves up 3-0, going to the seventh. Can't hold it. And that's why they're not going to do anything this year. You know, they're just kind of treading water right now. But more on them later. You know, this College World Series has been interesting. You know, um, let's face it. Like them or not, Vanderbilt probably has the best team. Of course, Mississippi State's got a chance to prove otherwise. But to me, the best playing team at the time of the World Series was clearly North Carolina State. I mean, Jack Leiter threw one of the greatest games in history at the College World Series when he struck out 15, gave up, what, three hits and one run. NC State still beat them. Of course, NC State got hit by the COVID. And um, right, wrong, indifferent, should have been vaccinated. They say some were um, but they got the Delta variety. So, I mean, you know, um, regardless, um, that was a shame for that program because they'd already beat Vanderbilt. They're going to have to get beat twice. And then the one game they did play, I mean, they had a pitcher at first. Their bullpen catcher hit. They had players out of position. I think they had 13 players. It was funny. They kind of panned their – dugout there's nobody in it when they were out in the field um but you know it's just it was very unfortunate and still vanderbilt with rocker on the mound only beat them three to one rocker will pitch tonight for the commodores um so you know it, like i said uh it'll show their finished third in this but um you know who knows what might have happened <clears throat> not saying they were the best team. They were the best playing team 
at that point in time. I mean, you're talking about a team that won a regional, uh, that Louisiana Tech. They go to Arkansas for two out of three in a super regional and get beat, what, 22 to one or whatever it was the first game. Came back and beat them twice on their home field. A lot of people thought Arkansas was the best team, uh, including myself. I don't think they lost a series in the SEC all year, and they were the top seed. Um, but NC State beat them. And then NC State, you know, beat Stanford. Then they beat Vanderbilt. And we're going to have to lose twice to Vanderbilt. Uh, I, I sincerely believe um, NC State could have beat them. So, you know. Vanderbilt gets a favor with the COVID in the first game because NC State was not at full strength. They weren't in half strength. And then the next game gets totally canceled. They had a forfeit. So, not only does that allow not only does that allow Vanderbilt to go to the finals, but it allowed them to get their pitching right to where they had um Lighter the first night. <clears throat> they went with their three guy last night. And uh, they got rocker today. And it also allowed them, their bull, all of their bullpen to get an extra day's rest. So, clearly everything lining up for um, Vanderbilt. But credit to Mississippi State uh, last night. They came out... Uh, uh, with a sense of urgency, played like it, got things going offensively, and um, they're gonna be a tough out. But if you're if you're a Vanderbilt fan, you really gotta like your chances with Rocker on the mound, you know. But uh, Mississippi State's got a first round draft pick going too, so um, who knows? Okay, these Braves. You're driving me nuts. You know, you're playing the team you're chasing. Albies with a big home run last night. Three-run homer. And then Mentor comes in, blows it. It was just um, pitiful. Just pitiful. You know, they've been up and down all year, and I think that's what you're going to see all year. Now, you know, who knows? You know, streaks can happen. But, you know, last year's team, the bullpen was so good. And it, it was nothing for them to go on a little, you know, 18-6 and six run. That's why they were able to win the division. They've just not been able to do that. It's not like the Mets are just taking off and running away from everybody. But everybody's got their flaws and... The Mets appear right now to have the fewest. So, <clears throat> thus, um, there you go. I was looking today, kind of interesting. On this day in 1990, I remember it clearly. Dave Stewart of the Oakland A's no-hit the Blue Jays. And then hours later... Um, Fernando Valenzuela, remember him with the Dodgers? Uh, no hit um, St. Louis. It was the first time there were 
no hitters on the same day in both leagues. Don't know if that's happened since. Also on this date, Pete Rose uh, played his record 3,309th game, <clears throat> surpassing um, Carl Yaskrimski in 1986 on this day. Sparky Anderson was the first manager. He became the first manager to win 600 games in both leagues, having done so with the Cincinnati Reds first and then the Detroit Tigers. In 1969, on quote, Billy Williams Day, the Cubs outfielder passed Stan Musial for the NL record consecutive major league games played at 896. Think about that. 896. Wells Ripken. 2309, whatever it was that he did. Billy Williams was a very, I'm not saying underrated ball player. He's in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, you had Ernie Banks and there was other, you know, you had Willie Mays, Willie Stargell. You had, you know, a lot of superstars during that era. Billy Williams is one heck of a player. And in 1961, Willie Mays became the fourth player in Major League history with three or more home runs twice in a season. So, um, an outstanding player. And I was very fortunate to got to see him play. I grew up in our era. I've told this story before. You know, we're going to have the Major League All-Star game coming up. My dad took me to the 72 All-Star Game, 1972. It was played in Fulton County Stadium in Atlanta. And there were 25 future Hall of Famers that um, played in that game. Think about that for a minute. 25. Not to mention other great players like Dick Allen, for example. Um, so, I was very fortunate to get to see a lot of those players. You know, Willie Mays was kind of, you know, it was, he was on the backside of his career, obviously. But, you know, Hank Aaron was chasing history. Ultimately got it off Al Downing. Um, he hit a home run in that All-Star game. Joe Morgan uh, the late Joe Morgan um, got the game-winning hit. I remember a guy I never heard of, Cookie Rojas, for the Royals. I think maybe he was their only representative. Hit a home run. So you get you, a lot of great memories back then um, in what was a great, great era of baseball. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive. But we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. 
Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. We have a full line of laser procedures. Dr. Craig McCabe. As well, we offer the doctor brand of skin peels, as well as a full line of cosmetic pharmaceuticals. Make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. You know, high school football is not too far away, believe it or not. August 20th is um, opening night here in rutherford county so i would look at some of the non-district schedules of course the district's going to look a little different this year uh, warren county's gone cookville's gone smyrna laverne they're going north to metro stewart's creek's coming south to rutherford county so you'll have oakland blackman riverdale siegel stewart's creek and rockville so you only have six district games uh, Blackman, another another challenging schedule for the Blaze. They will play um, Brentwood at home. Of course, Brentwood played Oakland in the Blue Cross Championships um, this past season. Uh, Blackman will go to Gallatin. Uh, they'll play Antioch, and they'll go to Cookville, um, former region of o- opponent. Uh, Eagleville in a new district. They will play um, Forest opening night. Houston County, Moore County, Gordonsville, Zion County, Wayne County, Huntland, Collinwood, and Fayetteville. (coughs) Laverne coming off a playoff season. Uh, They will play Rockville to open the season. Remembering that is a non-league game now. Uh, they will play Siegel. Um, they will play Stewart's Creek, and they will play Dixon County in non-conference play. MTCS, uh, they'll play Clarksville Academy, 
uh, at Trinity Christian. Tough game there. And the rest of their games are all uh, league games. Oakland, uh, one of the more intriguing schedules. Uh, they open up in Hendersonville. <clears throat> then they go to um, Madison Ridgeland Academy in Mississippi. Um, they play St. John Paul II Academy out of Florida. Boca Raton in home on September 10th. And they play at home against CPA. And they also play at South Pittsburgh, one of the more storied places to play. Uh, Riverdale. They play Franklin, Rossview, Shelbyville. Let's see who else they got. And East Nashville. Rockville. They'll play Laverne and Smyrna on the road the first two weeks. Uh, they also play Lincoln County and Nolansville. And Coffee County. So challenging schedule I mentioned earlier there's six teams he got four non-conference they actually got four five uh, non-district games this year Siegel plays at Green Hill at Laverne uh, they'll host Lebanon uh, they'll host Warren County and they'll host Lincoln County uh, Smyrna uh, they're still playing Stewart's Creek uh, Rockville uh, at Hillsboro uh, and at Dixon County and Stewart's Creek will play um, Smyrna East Nashville they're at Franklin and they're at Wilson Central so that's a look at some of the non-league games that they play I, again I find Oakland schedule very interesting two out of state teams and CPA uh, and Hendersonville so uh, they're going to be tested throughout the season I think you know right now clearly the state's number one team not stepping out on a limb there um, will it be Oakland and Maribel again in the in the region semifinals um, probably but I think Riverdale's going to have a good team Blackman's got a new coach you know, a lot of these teams practice in the morning. Uh, Blackman practices until like 6 o'clock in the dead heat. There, there he is. Um, it's going to be hot when you play. You just got to be careful with the heat and, you know, the heat index rule and all that. But um, uh, they're a very – it's going to be a totally different look. They're like – they are super, super up-tempo. You know, they want to run as many plays as they can. And that can wear you down. But you got to be successful at it, or you're going to get your defense is going to get worn down if, if you have too many three and outs. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. You've kind of heard Coach Stockstall refer to it when he came to MTSU as basketball on grass. Well, that's kind of what um, <clears throat> uh, Blackman's going to want to do uh, this year. So... All right, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. 
If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> Simultaneous Scooby. It's a stereo. Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. We still see heavy traffic flow coming down 24 eastbound right now out of Davidson County in and through Rutherford County. Stop and go out here up and down 231 as you continue back out toward Shelbyville. Lots of radar out here spotted up and down sections of 840 this afternoon. Slow it down. True Friends Moving Company is hiring. Call 240-2811. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Folks, I hope you're listening every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start with Blue Raider Golf. Coach Mark McIntyre, the head coach of the defending Conference USA Champions, announces the addition of a pair of graduate transfers to the Blue Raider ranks. They include Nick Wolf and Connor Daly. They're headed to Middle Tennessee. Now, Nick Wolf, uh, right off the bat, uh, he is uh, – it's interesting, Nick played his – uh, he is from Murfreesboro, played high school golf at Father Ryan, and uh, he is the grandson of Boots Donnelly. Uh, his mom is Bunny Donnelly. A lot of you know Bunny. And uh, his dad, uh, Kevin Wolf. So Kevin and Bunny uh, 
have a couple of great kids, Donnelly Wolf and Nick Wolf, both played college golf. And uh, Nick had a great career at UT Martin. He uh, posted a stroke average of 72.8 for the Skyhawks and carded an impressive 78, 70.8 strokes per round as a senior this last year with 17 of his 24 rounds coming in at par or better. He uh, boasted seven top 15 finishes and eight tournaments this past year and brings back to his hometown a pair of individual titles, both of which were won at 12 under par. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be great to see Nick and his family all excited about what uh, playing one year for Coach McIntyre and the Blue Raiders. Now, Daly joins the Blue Raiders from Villanova. Not sure who his granddad is, but uh, that's okay. He brings a, a great uh, character to the ball club as well. He was twice selected as team captain at Villanova and uh, was a two-time All-Big East selection, sporting a 73.4 career stroke average. He uh, from he is from the Bronxville, New York, holds a, a pair of individual titles in his collegiate career with a win at the Metropolitan Invitational and a co-medalist performance at VU's Wildcat Invitational. So congratulations and welcome into the program, Nick Wolf and Connor Daly, uh, both grad transfers that will have one year to play for Middle Tennessee. All right, Coach Aston Roden announced the upcoming soccer schedule. The Blue Raiders will open the season with two exhibition games, both on the road. One is at Tennessee Tech, the other at Austin P. Then the regular season will begin on August 19th, and they will open against Belmont with a night game at 7 o'clock at uh, Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium. Then on the 27th, uh, 22nd, Samford will visit. The Raiders will go to Ole Miss on August 26th and come home to face Evansville to round out the month of August on the 29th uh, on a 1 p.m. match. First week of September, which will open the football season as well, on Thursday the 2nd, Middle will play Detroit Mercy at 7 o'clock, and on Sunday afternoon at 1, they will host Houston Baptist and of course there is a Blue Raider football game right in the middle of that on Saturday the 4th against uh, Monmouth. Also home matches will be against in September against East Tennessee FIU and Old Dominion in October home matches against UTEP UAB and they'll round out the uh, regular season Thanksgiving weekend with a home match against Marshall. All right, one other final note. The Blue Raider Family Fun Night is scheduled for next Wednesday at Strike and Spare out at Stones River Mall. If you haven't been in there, they've got everything. In uh, this special for Blue Raider fans, the normal $20 wristband is just 10 bucks, and half of that will go to the BRAA. The wristband includes unlimited roller skating, laser tag, bumper cars, laser frenzy, time freak, and a game of bowling. Half the proceeds, of course, again, Again, go to the BRAA. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Inside Report brought to you today by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Panzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. 
A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're now going to be joined by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Coach, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, how things going with uh, your guys this summer? Kind of take us through what you've been able to, to do thus far. Well, we've got most of our players here on campus. Uh, we've got a, a few more, a couple newcomers that will be joining us in uh, really the next uh, one will be joining us next couple of days and then another in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but most of our players are here. We've been able to uh, start workouts last week, uh, both in the weight room and on the floor. And um, uh, they've, they've really just been hard at work. Uh, we're allowed eight hours during the summer. Uh, so we have them split up and uh, you're, you're only allowed court. So we've been going four days about an hour and then uh, four days a week for about an hour in the weight room. And, um, you know, I like what they're doing. They, there's a, a, a good vibe to them, a, a, a lot of positive energy from the guys. So uh, they, they've been good. And uh, we need to have a good summer. Obviously, uh, last year, uh, because of COVID and our university policies, uh, we, we didn't get a summer at all. And so our, our players weren't able to come here. And so uh, our out-of-season workouts uh, were, were way, way different. And it was different from school to school, depending on what your city or county or state or university policies were at the time. And we were one of those that uh, weren't allowing students on campus. So uh, just to be able to have them here and get the weight room, be around them, touch them, uh, be on the court together, let them play pickup, you know, that was something else that uh, any basketball player, anybody that's uh, played at the collegiate level particularly, that's one of those things that all players look forward to doing, just getting together and playing pickup in the afternoons. And uh, we weren't allowed to do that either last year. And so uh, just missing those kind of deals last year and now being able to do it, uh, there's just some appreciation for it uh, from not only our standpoint uh, as, as coaches, uh, but the players. Just uh, You can see there's uh, some joy and excitement uh, uh, just about being on the court and being together. You know, I was thinking this morning, since you got here, you've never really had, quote, a normal year. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you, when when you got here, you know, the incoming recruits weren't coming. You were scrambling to fill your roster. The next year, there was injuries. Last year, there was injuries. There's COVID. You never had your whole team together. I know you're just kind of probably hoping just for a normal year. There's no doubt about it. Last year was uh, anything but, and we were no exception. Uh, everybody had a tough year uh, with COVID alone, with 
cancellations of games, having guys that got COVID, some got sick, some uh, were quarantining. And uh, for us, we were no exception in that regard. And then we had, uh, uh, you know, several players that had uh, some some minor injuries, some uh, very serious from, you know, torn ACL, torn meniscus, a broken hand, uh, concussions. Uh, we, we had a lot of missed games from our rotation players uh, due to one thing or the other. And, uh, you know, we had uh, four guys, four guards that were, you know, in that six foot six two range. They didn't play a single conference game together. Uh, one of those guys, in most cases, two uh, of, the, of the four missed uh, a game. So uh, just trying to get into a rhythm uh, it, this year has been fun. You know, just having uh, the guys out on the floor. And uh, like you said, you know, we're, we're not trying to plug uh, five or six recruits mid-summer this year. And we're all here. So uh, we're looking forward to, to just having a, a, a good summer, uh, head into the fall with some momentum, and uh, hopefully we can have a you know a, a normal or as close to normal of the season as possible. Before we get into your your new guys come in, let's talk about who you've got coming back. I know the transfer portal has uh, affected about every program out there in some manner or another. Just who from your team last year is going to be back? Well, obviously we'll have uh, Jalen Jordan. Um, Donovan Sims, DeAndre Dishman, uh, Jared Jones, Elias King, Eli Lawrence, Tyler Millen, um, you know, a, a, a good portion of, of our team from last year is returning. I, I really like what uh, Donovan and, and Jalen, two of our more experienced guards, the, the leadership that they've brought to the, to the table uh, throughout the early part of this summer, uh, and, and the growth that we've seen some, from some of our uh, post players. Jared Jones obviously was, uh, you know, uh, uh, going to be a big part of our team last year. Uh, he missed a substantial amount of time either with COVID that was in our team and didn't directly affect him, uh, but uh, uh, it did indirectly affect him, excuse me. And then other times he had it, uh, got a concussion. So uh, his, uh, his summer so far has been good. DeAndre Dishman, uh, keeps making uh, slow but uh, steady uh, progression at getting back to uh, being healthy uh, with with his knee, and so uh, we've got a good nucleus of returning guys, and uh, I, I like how our newcomers have meshed well with them. Um, some of our veteran players, our returnees, have even mentioned that that there's been kind of a, a seamless integration. Of some of our our new players, we've got three that are here, some new guys, and then uh, several others will be here. Like I said earlier, over the next uh, week to ten days, we we should have the our, our group together. I know. Um, I was looking after your most recent signee. I know a couple of those junior college players. I'll let you talk about them. Um, I guess one thing that stood out to me: they played in the national tournament. So absolutely, they know uh, they know how to win. They know what it takes to win. That's right. Uh, we've got uh, two particular, in particular, that were a part of the the national tournament out in Hutchinson, Kansas, and um, in Isaiah Turner, six eight six nine forward that played at Odessa College. Uh, they 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 always have a good program, 
and had several players on the team, actually, that'll be in the league. Uh, two different guys off uh, his team went to UAB, signed with UAB. Uh, one of their centers signed with Western Kentucky. And obviously, we've got Isaiah uh, coming here. And uh, Isaiah was their, their, their team's leading scorer. Uh, he's skilled with the ball and uh, was a part of a winning team. And then just recently, we signed a young man out of Alabama named Justin Buford, who's a 6'6 wing, and his team out of, out of Shelton State went 24-2 and and made the national tournament. So, uh, And as a freshman this past year, he led their team in scoring. Uh, shot 39% from behind the arc, was second on their team in rebounding at, uh, at six a game, second on their team in blocks, so he brings some length and athleticism, the ability to score the ball, and he's still a freshman uh, because all of the, the college players get their year back. He was a one-year JUCO guy at Shelton State. So he comes in, although having some collegiate experience, he's still a freshman and going to be a four-year player for us. Same with Isaiah Turner. He was a two-year guy uh, at, at Odessa, but comes in uh, as a sophomore, so still has three years here. Uh, and then uh, our other junior college player, Cameron Weston, uh, plowed, played out at Southeastern Community College. Uh, he, too, was one of the, his team's leading scorers, uh, 6'3 guard, has some uh, little wiggle and shake to his game, uh, can play in the paint. Uh, he, he's a nice player. And, and we really feel like the, the combination of those guys not only having collegiate experience, but they, they have years uh, to play in our program. Uh, because he too, Cameron, got you know obviously uh, was a two-year player and and uh, still has three years here coming in as a sophomore. And you've got the young man from Green Bay too. That's correct. Uh, Josh Jefferson uh, out of Wisconsin, Green Bay, averaged right at 15 points a game for them. He is a grad transfer, so he'll just have one year here. Uh, but you can just see uh, in his play already, uh, he's experienced. He's confident. Uh, knows the game, uh, doesn't ever really play outside himself. Uh, it sounds simple, but when he's open, he shoots it. When he's not, he passes it. You know, he doesn't try to make the, the, the home run play every time with risky passes, so uh, keeps his turnovers down and uh, is, is, a, is a good guard and a good complement, too, to our other players, which is always important. It's not just about trying to accumulate talent and put them on the floor. Uh, you've got to make sure that those pieces fit together. And uh, they, they all seem to enjoy each other's company right now. Uh, they enjoy playing together. We keep mixing and matching the, the teams up uh, from day to day and drill to drill. And um, as a whole, as a group, uh, they, they seem to just enjoy being on the floor together. We're joined today by MTSU men's basketball coach Nick McDevitt. Uh, we'll take a quick break and be right back. Classic kid movies are back this summer at Premier 6 on Broad in Jackson Heights. $5 tickets include admission, drink, popcorn, and candy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for classic kid movies all summer. 
Good afternoon. We still see heavy traffic flow coming down 24 eastbound right now out of Davidson County in and through Rutherford County. Stop and go out here up and down 231 as you continue back out toward Shelbyville. Lots of radar out here spotted up and down sections of 840 this afternoon. Slow it down. True Friends Movie Company is hiring. Call 240-2811. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's basketball coach, join us today. Coach, I think we touched on all of your players, but maybe um, a high school signee. Yeah, uh, T. Leonard, uh, a really, really talented player. Um, he's 6'7", uh, long. Uh, skilled, athletic, uh, had a, a, a prep year this past year at Linkier Prep, and um, you know I, his best basketball is in front of him. Uh, he's continued to work on his body. You know he's long and thin, uh, but has has started to put on little by little a little bit of weight, uh, particularly in his prep year uh, this past year. Uh, you could just see some of the before and after pictures of. Uh, when he got there, uh, they did a terrific job of helping him uh, add some weight and some strength. Uh, but his his best basketball is in front of him. Uh, as soon as his, his body catches up to really where his talent and his skill is, uh, he's going to be a fun player to watch. Uh, he, he's a, a big wing, has guard skills uh, at, at six seven, uh, but obviously with that kind of length and size, uh, can play above the rim as well. So. We really feel like we, we have um, gotten older and bigger. You know, uh, I, I, you really struggle, particularly in this league, if you, you look over the history of the teams that have um, had success year in and year out or from year to year, the teams that are older uh, but also have a little size to them as well uh, have have enjoyed the most success. And... Uh, we feel like we've gotten a, a pretty good combination right now of both some size and length, but also experienced players as well. You know, last year was obviously frustrating on a lot of ends with the COVID, the injuries, and 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 I know it during you know when you were able to play the games themselves, and it was almost like you if you're sitting there, I'm sure as coaching staff, well, we've seen this game already this year, you know. I look at the North Texas game uh, there late in the year. I mean, your your guys are three down with what six to play, and then they yeah. North Texas gets a big run. 
and then North Texas goes on and wins a game, you know, beats Purdue in the NCAA tournament. So I'm sure it was frustrating, but at the time, at the same time, you saw some glimpses of what they're capable of doing. That's right. It, you know, and, and that, that, that is where you, we, you always felt like, uh, at least we did, you're, you're right there. Uh, but we're, we're, as soon as you feel like we were gaining ground and about to kind of get over the hump with our play and our team cohesion and being on the same page, something would, would set us back, whether it would be one of our starters or rotation players being out with an injury or uh, with COVID or game cancellations. You know, we, were, we, we had no fans except for two games, uh, our games against Charlotte. Uh, all season, and then you're ramping up for senior day uh, for J.V. Milner, and then Louisiana Tech can't make the trip up because of snow. I mean, <laughs> Eric Conkle from Louisiana Tech, their head coach, called me and said, in a year where everybody is getting shut down because of COVID, they missed zero games because of COVID. And he said, the only two games we're going to miss is we can't get out of here. We are snowed in in Louisiana. He said, I, I, I didn't think I would ever say that, but in, a, in an odd year, so all of a sudden we don't even have a, a, a senior day. And so that, that's, uh, you know, for somebody like JV who, who put in, you know, time and work and sweat and uh, tears and all that here in our program, uh, to not be able to send him off with a, a normal senior day or a senior day at all uh, was tough. So uh, you're right. You, you, you look at, at – kind of where you were and and you're right there with some of the best teams in the league uh obviously we our, our series against uab uh, we had leads with 10 to go in both games uh you know we're down four with about four minutes to go against western kentucky at home uh you know the, the game at the end of the season with north texas uh but we we just felt like we're you're a week behind you know you're a week away from getting to where you need to get to and then something else uh, seemed to happen. So hopefully we got a lot of that out of us, out of our system last year, and uh, again can have a, a just a healthy, normal team and season this year. Nick McDevitt, MTSU men's basketball coach, join us today. Coach, uh, the NCAA tournament, the, the, despite all the stuff, came off pretty solid and proved to be very entertaining. Um, your thoughts about Baylor? I know you probably know a little bit about them. Yeah, you know, they, they were a fun team to watch. You know, obviously um, uh, having coached Macy Oteague, one of their uh, starters and leading scorer at Asheville, uh, he transferred uh, the spring after uh, uh, we took the job here at middle. Uh, he transferred out of UNC Asheville and ended up choosing Baylor. And so um, – followed his uh, career uh, still talk to him often uh, his, his mother sends me text still on whether it's Father's Day or a birthday or my even my kids birthday so uh, we remain close with their family and he's uh, he's an easy guy to pull for you know a, a terrific young man not just a, a good ball player but he's as good as they come uh, off the court as well and so easy to pull for so I tuned in as often as I could uh, when when they were when they were playing, and uh, you know still following him now. So yeah, it was fun to watch Baylor, and and they were able to kind of really mesh several transfers together themselves 
and, and had a terrific year and, and beat really what was a, a great team in Gonzaga. The, um, the transfer portal, somebody's asked me this the other day. Um, <clears throat> obviously, it's, it's, it has its benefits. Um, are less high school players getting signed to Division One programs, though? Yes. Um, you know, for one, a lot of play. you know, with, with the NCAA, and I do think this was the right decision, is to give all these guys their year back because of the, just how disruptive last year was. Yeah. So everybody got their year back. Uh, the NCAA also said, though, you can go over your scholarship, your 13 scholarship limit. So if you've got one player – a senior that's going to use his extra year, you can go one over and use 14. If you've got two coming back, you can go two over your 13 limit, go to 15. The NCAA said you can do that, but it's up to the the campuses to decide whether they can afford to do that. Do they have enough scholarship dollars? So for some programs, they could do it, so says the NCAA. It's within the rules, but you may have some presidents and athletic directors that, that are just saying, you know, this has been a tough year for a lot of people financially, and you're, now we need to raise another forty, fifty, in some cases sixty, seventy-five thousand dollars for another scholarship, depending on what campus you're on. That's a tough ask, and so there's some places that that they couldn't do it. They weren't going to allow uh, their coaching staff to do that. So it ended, if those guys returned, it ended up costing high school players roster spots. And we're fortunate enough here at Middle to where uh, Chris Massaro, uh, Sidney McPhee, uh, our president, said that, that we could. And so we can oversign by one with Donovan Sims returning, go to 14. But fewer high school players uh, were given opportunities because of that. And, and the other is – you can, because of the transfer portal, most coaches feel like you you at least know what you're going to get with the transfer, or at least you, you feel like you know what you're going to get. You've seen their potential against known competition. You know, you, you, you got a pretty good feel of um, the talent level in certain leagues, and then you look at that young man's productivity in that league. And does that translate well for you if he comes into your program and into your league, and there's there's not always that that known, particularly in a year, this year where we couldn't get out and do in-person evaluations. You were trying to evaluate off of film because of the dead period due to COVID, and so now you're you're, you're evaluating. Uh, you can't evaluate high school kids in person. Uh, you may not have enough scholarships to take another high school kid and you're, you're so that that combination made it awfully tough on this year's high school class all righty coach it's always great to catch up with you appreciate you joining us and enjoy uh, the rest of your summer and stay healthy i appreciate it sir thanks for having me on thanks coach that's nick mcdevitt mintesu men's basketball coach joining us today excited about his team and looks like he's got good reason to all right that'll do it for today's show uh everybody have a great rest of the day we'll talk to you tomorrow 
All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. That'll do it for all sports talk for today. Braves baseball coming up at the top of the hour, and Monty will be back with you same time tomorrow. Here's on News Radio WGNS. We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.